we have feeling of no choice. So in a way, we've been conditioned to have to create advertisements for our other platforms. And so we're kind of trapped in this cycle where it's really hard to break out. And I can guarantee you that people that do not want to use social media to grow their other platforms are not going to grow as fast. So it's like this catch-22. Welcome to Down the Rabbit Hole, a podcast for creators, where we stream live every Wednesday at 8 p.m. on Twitter Spaces. Ty Red and myself will be talking about the dark side of social media, and we're going to hit a lot of different aspects of this tonight. So, Ty Red, how are you? I'm doing well. We definitely like to hit the non-standard topics on the show, and I think this is a one that is really good. I think it's going to open a lot of people's eyes. Now, I'm not saying we necessarily need to change anyone's opinions or change how you're doing anything on social media. This is kind of a... I think we, we tend to like to present things matter-of-factly. You know, obviously we do give our opinions, but, you know, in a lot of cases, like, hey, these are the facts. And that's a lot of what we're going to present uh, tonight. And I, I hope that people find it beneficial. I know one of the main points that you'll be talking about um, that we were briefly discussing before we went live is, like, the money aspect of social media and how a lot of the platforms that we still rely on as creators to get our name out there and uh, show uh, the world what we are about and uh, what we what kind of value that we can bring uh, to others. Well, we rely on them so much that, well, it's obvious that they know we rely on them and therefore in some way they kind of take advantage of that fact. Social media really is, they are a company like any other company. They sell something and they earn money. What any other company does, let's take a manufacturing company, for example. They buy raw materials, they create a finished product, and they sell that finished product. If you are a reseller, you buy a finished product, you add some sort of value back, and then you sell that to somebody else. Whatever it is you're you're making you're you're paying for the product that you are then selling. If you at a, a college, for example, they make their money through enrollment fees, and the product they're selling is the knowledge from the teachers who are at that school, and they pay those teachers a salary for pro- providing the education to the students. Whatever it is, whatever kind of companies, whatever how do they make money, you're paying for whatever it is you have that you're selling. Social media companies they earn the vast majority of their money from advertising and to illustrate that point i can tell you that twitch earns about 60 percent of their income from advertising no other company earns less than 85 percent, and most of them are 90 twitter earns 85 percent of the money through advertising facebook and instagram which they actually do calculate this separately youtube and so on they're about 95 percent or more of their total revenue comes from advertising so their job is to sell ad space and to make people interested in their platforms and spend time on there so they can view these ads. Now, the way that they get people to spend time on there is by showing them content, content they do not create, content which for the most part is created for free by you and I. So they're a unique industry in that they're able to profit off of um, a product they don't actually have to spend money on for the most part. A lot of um, what you said there, it's something that most streamers, well, content creators in general, don't really take into account. And the fact that 
oh, hey, we're getting sponsored and also represented by these companies, but also we gain, we gain like some percentage of it, but how much of a percentage are you even making um, in truth, actually? Like, if anything, if you even get around the 25% or even 50% mark, that's actually better than you know, like what most creators make out there, honestly. But I think that's one thing that was difficult in research was to find out what percent of revenue generated by these social media companies is actually paid back out to creators. I'm going to assume it's pretty low. If you look right. at something like YouTube Shorts, where they had created like a, gosh, what was it, like a $10 million fund or something like that uh, to pay to creators for shorts. But YouTube in general makes about $30 billion. So not a comparable percent. Um, now on the long form side, I don't know exactly how much because, again, a lot of companies don't share some of the specifics of that. Even if they're a public company, they have a way to hide it in the balance sheets that they present that they uh, read out to, to investors. But so it's difficult to find out the actual percentage. But um, given the fact that, you know, obviously we as creators talk to other creators and we know how much people are making in general and it's not a lot considering how much these platforms make. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of the questions that I have just in general to kick things off uh, for both of us and also for our listeners here in chat is if they are willing to share what are some, I guess, issues and uh, some of like the dark sides of social media that they have encountered or experienced as streamers themselves. I know like we just talked about some of the financial issues you know, like in uh, um, the social media space. And if, like I said, only uh, uh, like whatever they're comfortable with sharing, um, whether it's uh, like um, backlash, uh, like something nuanced like that, or, or even uh, like any issues with potential sponsors too. Again, talking about the financial part, uh, these companies, they earn money not just through content that we provide uh, that they don't necessarily have to pay us out on, they also earn money by selling data. Now, that is something that everybody knows, um, that they sell your data. There's a lot of privacy issues with social media. I don't know if everybody realizes how far it goes. When you check that box and say, yeah, you know, you can sell my data, what happens to it? And on Twitter recently, um, if anyone noticed that when you create an account or they had an updated terms where it said you can opt out of some sharing, and in fine print, it actually said, well, we're actually still going to share some of your data. Anyway. There's a lot of the privacy issues that come up, but the data is really a big deal because they make a lot of money off of that, you know, by selling it to companies. I have worked for uh, companies in the past. You know how if you get like targeted mail, you know, from a, a various company, I've worked for companies that create those flyers. And what we used to do is go out to various websites and buy huge chunks of data that met the demographic that our clients wanted to send mailers to. And then we would sift through this data, create a, a list that sort of matched the demographic they wanted, and then we would send this stuff out. So this data is really, it's, it's very available, very accessible in a lot of different places through these clearinghouses that all you are data is sold from these social media companies. 
to bounce off of that idea on um, having your data essentially sold uh, throughout the throughout the public too, I think that's uh, what is really concerning and also that people need to take into account is that your potentially your private information is being shared as well. Um, and I guess uh, my question for our listeners in the chat is like, how comfortable are you knowing that some amount of like your data or like personal self is like kind of being shared with these companies? How do you feel about that? I'll turn that around to you. Does it does it concern you? Were you okay with it? I try to be an, an open book myself, but at the same time too, I am concerned about what exactly, like how much of my information is being shared uh, to potential strangers or also uh, cons like i'm sure a lot of people have experienced this too like being constantly bombarded with like advertisements um on things that kind kind of are interested uh, to myself but also can be very annoying too and you know us being on streamer tiktok or streamer twitter i understand that when i see anyone's tiktok when i see anyone's tweet it's really an advertisement for me to go watch their stream or go to YouTube or whatever it is. Right. Um, and so, you know, you had brought up a point earlier that we as streamers use these sites to advertise because discoverability on our main platforms, that being Twitch or YouTube is the discoverability is difficult. So we have to advertise. So while it is frustrating because we're kind of forced to use it, to grow, even though, you know, we have a, we're giving up our privacy. We are create, we are using our own time to create things that we're, we probably aren't going to be truly compensated for. Cause if you think about the average TikTok, let's say that you make, I don't know, 5,000 views on a TikTok and a 30 second TikTok that took you say an hour to put together. Some, you know, there's plenty of people that, that do that. Right. So right. 5,000 views, uh, you on TikTok, you would make less than a penny or probably about a penny or so off of that, maybe. So you spent about 30 minutes or an hour of your time and you generated about one cent in revenue. That's not a good return at all. And you also uh, gave up some level of privacy in order to to be able to post that. So I think the issue is that we have feeling of no choice. So in a way, we've been conditioned to have to create advertisements for our other platforms. And so we're kind of trapped in this cycle where it's really hard to break out. And I can guarantee you that people that do not want to use social media to grow their other platforms are not going to grow as fast. So it's like this catch-22. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with the catch 22. And it's almost like we, I almost want to say that it, a social media is a necessary evil, because as mentally draining and also financially unstable, because uh, bouncing off of uh, all those points that you said too, with like how much uh, you earn, based on like the time spent, like time, your time is money, um, that time that you're being that you're using to create uh, these videos or other or like other pieces of content of value could be used to like potentially like make or break financially for you too because time like every minute does add up with like 
uh, the content that you're reading too. But also I think this ties into what you were previously talking about more with like the financial issues with social media. I'll even speak to myself on this. I know that TikTok takes about 50-ish percent of um, your earnings just like Twitch. And I do know that they have a similar currency system uh, to Twitch uh, in terms of like the bits. I think their version is diamonds. Yeah, that's that's right, and I think you're I think you're right on the percentages as well. Pretty pretty uh, cut and dry. I think it's pretty similar across all the platforms. YouTube might be seventy thirty, but it's pretty similar. I know we're we're winding down here. I know I'll kind of I'll kind of sum up you know my 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 thoughts on this. Um, social media is a wonderful and terrible place at the same time in the from the perspective of a content creator it is a necessary evil that we have to use in order to increase discoverability for our uh, primary platforms and we are just as susceptible if not more susceptible than people who are mainly consumers because we have to be on it you know we feel this pressure to be on it it's important to understand that you need to be able to take things in stride, whether you're a creator or a consumer, and not let yourself get burnt out. Do not get tied into your analytics. Uh, none of that. You know, take it with stride and ensure that if you are like someone like me who uses social media almost strictly as a advertisement or promotional tool, that every piece of content you create as, has a purpose and understand and try not to read too much into the other thing I was saying where, yes, we're essentially being taken advantage of our, for our time. If you think your hourly rate on Twitch is bad, look at your hourly rate for the content you produce, the time you spend on social media. Actually don't look at that because it'll probably just not make you feel well at all. But bottom line is try to relax, take your time. As Typhlo said, this is a jerk. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. And one of my last points is, that you want to make sure that you're in this for the long run as a streamer, as a content creator. So all of the negative aspects with social media about you know, like numbers and such, or um, even like some of the things we talked about tonight too, like getting involved with like personal issues and drama. Don't spend too much time getting down on that. Uh, um, now I know it's easier said than done, but making sure that you take your analytics or like being able to ride the highs and lows of social media. And like like you said too, taking it in stride will ensure that you keep doing what you love doing in the long run, which is streaming and creating content of value for others out there. Thanks so much for hanging out, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and share the podcast. Don't forget we are here every Wednesday on Twitter Spaces at 8 p.m., if you have a comment or an idea for a future episode make sure to drop us an email at down the rabbit hole at elevated.media thanks have a great day